Welcome to Julie Lesson's Healthy Mind, Body and Spirit blog, YouTube and podcast. And today I have the lovely Rebecca and she is a psychic medium and I have struck up a friendship with her on Facebook like you do and I would love her to start by telling you a bit about how she came to be a psychic medium or your background Rebecca whatever you feel uh, well, comfortable thank you. thank you thank you for the invite Julie it's it's awesome um how did I become a psychic medium is your question well tell us a bit about yourself a bit about your background Okay, well, um, as a child, I always connected to spirit and um, sleepless nights and knocking on my head and <laughs> they were always tapping to talk to me. Um, the childhood was interesting, colourful. Let's just say it was colourful. A lot of challenges. Um, and also a lot of, I had to struggle and do things on my own as well, like survival. Um, so spirit pretty much had always been there. Spirit had always been there. Okay. That's, um, we've sort of lost you there, Rebecca. You're frozen. Hmm. Yeah. Might be spirit interfering with us. So where, where are we going back to now? Um, so spirit's been with you all your life. Yeah. And so mm. as, as a medium, how do you use spirit as a medium? Okay, so I, I don't know where we last left off, but I got to the stage of, you know, it, it was a challenging upbringing. Just, let's just say it was a challenging upbringing. And, um, and I always felt the presence of spirit. You know, they come to me in my night visions. They come to me in my, my, my they were present in my life a lot when I was younger. Um, I connected to lots of spirits and talked to them and, yeah, that was just, it was just normal to me. It was absolutely just normal. Um, I remember going to school and some of the children, like, you know, you could see auras and energy and, and, and the ascending masters is what we would call them now. Like, I didn't know what they were when I was younger. They were just all spirit guides, right? You know? Um, and I only now know because of my journey on the way, like familiar with that energy. And now I know that energy of when it was present in my life when I was younger, especially around school. And um, basically, you know, it was it was re coming back again, like in the young, in the older years that it all developed again, like all those memories of all of those connections and all that familiar love that was present in my life from the spirit realms. So um, basically, you know, through the mediumship, that's what mediumship is, as you know, as well as mediumship comes through with loved ones trying to connect. Now, how did that develop? 
that developed over a lot of meditation and my soul journey. Now, my soul journey was to go back within. It's 13 years old, pretty much, I left home. Um, it was unsafe for me to be at home. So spirit sort of led me and took me by the hand and showed me where I needed to be. And, and I, like, we're not going to say it was a bed of roses because no way. And if anybody ever tells you be right because you know you've got to develop the ways of how you present communicating with spirit is just like having a relationship with another with another person you just got to keep devoting yourself and your time to that space so basically if if we want to say how more of these skills were developed these skills were developed by being um, in the wild, or just say like a wildflower in life, you know, getting led to where I needed to go to heal from circumstances and situations that have molded me in my life as a younger child to grow and ascend into my spiritual being, right? To keep to keep that truth, to keep the core of my abilities intact again and for that to come back I needed to go back through you know the journey on a spiritual awakening and a path again because if if, if I if I hadn't you know what you know you could have been drinking and partying and not understanding life not understanding my purpose and knowing that I had I had I had something to serve you know I had a service to to offer life people with my abilities that resurfaced again after I was taking myself away from that, being hard on myself, and you know, because I grew up, I grew up with abuse, so all I wanted to do is abuse myself, you know, because that's what I knew, yeah. So, it, like I said, you know, it was unsafe to be at home. I moved out of home. I developed more and more trust and love and and spirit holding my hand through you know, feelings of um, challenges in my life that over the years it just developed again and it grew and it grew. And basically, like I said, the main key ingredient was like facing myself, facing my truth, facing my journey, um, uncovering myself through trials, through what I'd gone through in my life. And um, devotion, devotion to spirit, devotion to that feeling that I had, that knowing like, you know, when you're longing for a love or you're longing for a, a tribe or a community or a family because you didn't have that, because the people weren't suitable in your life. Um, my tribe, my community was spirit. So... They taught me, they taught me that like that was them communicating to me through my dreams, through my visions, through my intuitions, through everything to um, give me strength as well. To give me strength and not just that courage, courage and, you know, that warrior spirit to come through um, because of, you know, the challenges that I had to face. So that is basically how it was developed, it was developed through, not through going to classes and all teachings and stuff like that, 
Um, only thing was like meditation, and I did a couple of workshops on bodies and and things like that. Just you know, to be in a to be in a communal space, but it was always there. It was always there. Um, a lot of the time, I, I I ran away from it because I was seeing things that you know, who wants to see those things of your friends or passings or people, you know what I'm saying? It was pretty um, out there. Like, it didn't worry me to see it, but if I had to relay that or, or share that, you know, and being an empath as well, you're feeling, like, all of that energy. So, yeah. So that's how I become what I am. <laughs> so, so what's a typical day for you? Um, because you are a practicing medium, aren't you? Yeah. So what does that? Uh, typical day. A typical day. For for workwise or myself in general. Well, I imagine your work and yourself are very interrelated. Yeah. Well, it's got to be. It's holistic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's holistic. You can't be one thing and not live it. Do you know what I mean? So I, I live and breathe it to the best of my, my knowing, you know, to the best of um, what I can. So basically at the moment I'm actually writing a book on my life um, and that has been very challenging because I'm actually going back over the lessons and the hurts and the, everything that has pretty much made me who I am today from that journey. Um, and owning it, you know what I mean? Like owning my walk, like owning my truth. You know, you can own it, you can you can practice it, and you can serve everybody else. You know, and that's easy. But when you gotta you gotta come back and look at you and just say, well, you know what? I, I've got to look at this, and and I've got to address this. And so at the moment, like I said, yeah, I, I'm working on my book, on my life, um, and. I've been doing workshops as well, like creating workshops for others through my teachings, through through my lessons, through my skills. Um, I meditate. There's meditation as a key. Every single day is meditation, right? So um, at the moment, I'm doing a lot of inner child work because there's a lot of reflection coming up in in my life and as I'm writing my book. Um, and I'm actually, yeah, I'm, I'm taking it easy at the minute, you know, I'm not, not bombarding myself with lots of readings as I normally would, um, because I, I do, look, look, honestly, I'm all over the world with readings. Um, I was also chosen through Deb Weber's Psychic Network years back to, um, to work alongside her and, uh, another group of readers. So that, again, is like, like all around the world. You're, you're working all around the world. I mean, I went to Perth yesterday. <laughs> um, Online. You know, Online. Not, not, you didn't fly yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did it online. Yeah, I do it online. So I'm, I can do it right from home. And the reason for that is because I, I like to know I've got balance in my life. So basically, for me to do what I do, in order to do what I do, I do it from home, um, and I do festivals and events, and I, I even do my own festival and events 
but I do it from home so I can remain balanced in my life. Um, so my food and everything is holistic to, that serves me as well for me to be of good service to everybody else. So I don't work in a shop in town and honestly, I can't even, you know, I don't even want to go into town for too long in my life. Um, at least I go on my bike, you know, and it's a, and it's a quick visit. Um, so basically, yeah, that that's what I do is it's got to be holistic, you know. So I, I work with oils. I, I don't go to the doctors. I don't do medications. Um, I've got a dog who got hit by a pig about five and a half years ago. Hit by a pig. Just on a random, yeah, by a pig, by a random event up, up, up in a bush. Um, not a pig dog at all because obviously I'm vegan, so I don't eat meat. Um, and he got paralyzed. You're frozen again. With um, care. A lot of care. And how is he now? The dog? Well, he walks and he's 12 and a half years old and he's a, he's a massive lab and it was all natural therapy. Um, he, I just do some oils and, and healing work because I'm also a healer and that is again distant work. And, um, and I got him up on all fours again after about four weeks of his paralysis that the vet had pretty much said, well, it's going to be your call, really, you know. And I said, well, actually, it's not. It's actually going to be his call because he's going to tell me if he wants to stick around or not. And here we are five and a half years later. So, uh, I mean, it was all natural healing work. And um, so at the moment, there's a lot of care going into him because obviously he's now 12 and a half years old. And his ailments and, and, you know, and what had gone on from, from the stresses, obviously, from the paralysis uh, is now sort of catching up that, you know, it's, he's needing a lot more rest, a lot more rubs, a lot more hugs, and a lot more healing work done on him. So I've actually just come in from out there now before I had this um, interview with you. Um, so, it, yeah. So basically, there's a lot going on and it doesn't stop. <laughs> but this, <laughs> so yeah, it's a nice busy life. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, it's holistic. You know, you've got to live holistically. Um, there's no shortcuts. There's no taking, you know, taking detours on the road. It's just straightforward and. I wake in the morning with my devotion to my life, to spirit, um, for them to guide me to what is best for my higher self and for those that, you know, I serve. Wonderful. So do you go to, um, I know you do your workshops and you're doing online stuff, but do you go to um, shows or fears or things like that as well? Absolutely. Yep, yep. I used to do the markets around town, but like I said, I've, I've taken that step back at the moment because he's needed my care more. Yeah. And I was just getting way too busy. So we needed the balance, like just demand of readings and, and um, my services. So... 
basically I was doing the markets in town, um, Addison markets, markets, um, yeah, and house clearings. I also go to people's houses for house clearings. Um, and then I was moving into, as well as helping loved ones pass over, like at, at their service. So passing on messages to their loved ones after, you know, they've passed it at, at, at a tangy. So I've done a few tangies. Um, yeah. Good. Okay, big question. What's the, the plan for the future? What's your big mission? Because I know you've got a big mission deep inside you. Yeah, Are you huge comfortable, mission. comfortable sharing it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll share to a certain degree. You're not meant to lead away too many of your secrets, though, right? But, um, I mean, my larger vision, of course, is teaching others in, in a communal space, um, living out, like getting off that grid, getting off the, everything and just, you know, out in nature, teaching people how to get in touch with themselves because at the end of the day, I don't see myself as any special than anybody else. We've all got this. We're all born with this. Um, and I'd rather just to be in around and learn and teach and share with people how to actually develop that themselves. But in, in a holistic environment, off the grid, you know, communal garden, nice space, build your own house, live off the land, know how to, know how to survive and be your best version of yourself. So they are bigger pictures. Um, but we won't go too much into that. But basically, it's just I'd love to share, share abundant space and um, and help others develop, you know, their full abundance of their soul self because that's what we all we, we want to share, right? Absolutely, know? absolutely. So, what's something that you can leave with everyone for them to start their journey with spirit? What can they do? Um, the key things I would be saying and suggesting would be to keep your gratitude and to remain grateful for every single day, even if it's really, really hard. I mean, like I said, I've been through some challenging times in my life and struggled to find what was grateful for that day um, but there's so much to be grateful for and I think if you remain intact with that um, you know you'll keep your eyes open in life and I think it's about keeping your eyes open and not closing them you know when you think that life is dark and, and there's a lot going on in your life or even in the world in general with everything going on about um, and another key thing would be to meditate, absolutely meditate. I've just created two meditation CDs of my, my self-guiding meditation. So um, if anyone's ever, you know, interested in meditation, that is a key. And um, meditation is the key. Meditation is the key. <laughs> Seriously, because it's just, getting you back in touch with you and you are in charge of that space and you can go journey there and and adventure back to you and honor you and understand you and be responsible for you and I think that is the key I think you know that is where we get lost in life as people give their power away too often and 
don't identify with what they're capable of. And if they did, or if, if you know, if you're feeling that you're disempowered in life, then that is the key. Um, because once you have that ingredient, you'll never look back. And you won't let show what you need differently because you will know in your innate self, you know, to health, food, looking at what you eat, looking at who you surround yourself with, love you, give yourself full gratitude and, um, you know, and just stay truthful to you. And, and I think that is the path of a spiritual person is just to honour you, honour your feelings and journal, journal your feelings, journal. Wonderful. Good stuff, Rebecca. Really good. Pleasure. Lovely to connect with you. And what I would invite you to do is make sure you send to me all your contact information, how people can get those CDs if they want them. And what I'll do is I'll put all the information below um, so that people can um, access you. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Julie, but, for bringing me on today. But what I was going to say again, I do understand that they might have to go onto a waiting list because um, you've got a lot happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and at the moment, you know, it's, it's about priority and balance. Absolutely. Being true that's to yourself. And that's why I suggest the meditations because that, that will just be them enhancing themselves through that meditation and helping them, um, you know, journey back to themselves and find those answers, you know, because, you know, you can go to a medium, you can go to a psychic and find all those answers, but it's not really as truthful as it is when it comes from your own self and your own experience. So, and I'm not trying to put myself out of business, not at all. I think, you know, I, I I, I'm, I'll be enabling you if you don't want to learn that yourself, you know. Some people don't, some people do. But if you want to learn to, to be the best version of yourself, then look at those meditations. So one's called um, Soul Journey and the other's called Journey Beyond. So Soul Journey is the artist of Jeffrey Clarkson. I don't know if, if anybody knows who Jeffrey Clarkson is, but he's a well-known um, musician who who creates meditation music. So I've collaborated with him in making the first CD, Soul Journey. Fantastic. And Journey Beyond is a whole new journey. And, um, and another one will be in the making soon. So, yeah. Nice. I look forward to listening to them. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you. Hey, thank you so much, um, everybody who's out there listening in the world. And... Um, I hope this resonates with you somewhere, and if it does, then I will definitely put that information up for um, for further info on myself. Thank you. And Rebecca. you can always go. You can always go follow me on um, Rebecca Mayo Sullivan Psychic Medium. Okay. I'll put that link as well. Thank you so much. Or www.rebeccamayosullivan.weebly.com is my um, website. Sounds good. All right. Take care. And we'll see you again yeah, soon. We will. Thank you.